Monday Motivation on Sound Awake. Brave Lee, happy Monday. Good morning this morning. Welcome a to the very, show. A very happy Monday, my brother. Good morning to you and uh, thank you very much. Are you well? Yeah. I am very well and thanks. And how are you? I know. We are feeling iry. It's Monday, the most exciting day of the week. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. I mean, most people, you know, uh, they dread this day. Mondays are not good days for most people. Yes, I don't know. Yes, it's <laughs> they need to have a meeting with you, so you can yes, change uh, this for them, Bramelli. Uh, I'm sure we're going to talk about this in the future. Absolutely, yes. absolutely. Yes. Facing yes. our fears, Monday. Yo, <laughs> that's going to be interesting indeed. Very interesting. I'm looking forward to it. I'm drooling yeah. as you speak. Yes. Lovely. Bravely. Acceptance levels. Yes, we're talking about uh, three types of acceptance. Be- before we get there, uh, Bravely, why is it difficult for many of us to accept? I, I think that's one thing that I, I said, let me talk about because, you know, acceptance is not just one thing. There are three types of levels. I mean, there are three types of acceptance. Uh, and you don't want to get them mixed up. So maybe that's the reason why. Maybe let's look at these different, you know, uh, uh, angles of Absol- acceptance. Absolutely. Where do we start? Yes. I like the fact that we mustn't mix them up. We must follow a sequence or a system. Yes, we mustn't, we mustn't mix them up. So the first one... Uh, it's something they'll call... Uh, let me start off with uh, uh, the, the prayer that was written by Reinhold Niebuhr, who was a theologian, who said, uh, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change and give me the courage to change those that I can and then give me the wisdom to know the difference. Now, many people talk about this, they will say these things without really understanding them. So it says, give me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. It means there are things in the world that we cannot change that need to be accepted. Yes. And then we need to, to have the courage to change those that are within our means, those that we can change. That we, we, we can change. Because some people start mixing them up and just say accept. I mean, you can't accept things that you're not comfortable with that you have the power to change. Sure. And, uh, but above all, you need to, to have the wisdom to know the difference between what you cannot change and what you can. So I just wanted to unpack that a little bit. So the first one is the one that you cannot change, things that are given. So there is part of acceptance that we call passive acceptance. Passive acceptance is that acceptance where you're saying, okay, I'm not resigning into this, but I'm just accepting this to say, this is something I cannot change. For an example, you cannot change the weather. The weather is a given. You cannot change the seasons of the year. There are four seasons, and that's just what it is. Whether they frustrate you or not, I think the best thing is just to accept and say there are four seasons of the year, and then that's it. I mean, the economy of the world, you cannot change it. It is what it is. I mean, there are many factors, but you alone, I mean, you cannot just, I mean, change that. I mean, the parents you are born to and the family you are born to, your past, 
You cannot change those things. So there is passive acceptance. Many people are frustrated by their family backgrounds. They are frustrated by the season. They are frustrated now that it's the summer season. Others are not like summer. What do you need to do? You need to accept that it is the summer season and you cannot change that and find a way around that. You know, that's why the process give us, give me the serenity. It means give me the peace of mind. It means without whining and complaining, let me accept it because I cannot change it. So that's number one, passive acceptance. And then moving on to number two. The second one is called active acceptance. Now, active acceptance is the one that says, yes, I've fallen for now. You're not saying I've fallen, it means I'm not good enough. No, I've fallen for now. I've failed for now. I cannot be able to do this for now. I cannot be able to change this for now. But I'm not resigning to this to say, you know what, it means I'll never change it. So acceptance means to acknowledge that there is that problem that you are having right now. For an example, being in an abusive relationship. For an example, having chosen a career that is wrong for you. You need to acknowledge and say, okay, I chose the wrong career. But it means that I mustn't get stuck here and say, I will accept that, you know what, I chose the wrong career and I'm unhappy here. And I'm not happy in this relationship. I'm being abused daily. And people say, but why don't you move? You say, yeah, but you know what? Uh, it is what it is. I mean, where else can I go? So now that is actually quitting. This is this is now giving up, which means that you are not doing what you're supposed to be doing. You lack that wisdom of saying, this, I acknowledge that I made a mistake, but I'm going to change it. I'm going to influence it. So this is the second level of, of, of acceptance. So I said the first one is when you are accepting something that, you cannot change. It's, it's, it's something that's a given. That is beyond you, either by nature or something. You cannot change that. The past mistakes and things that happened in the past, you can't change those. Just accept and say, okay, you know what? This is what happened, and let me move on. And then the second one is the one for acceptance, an active acceptance, to say, I acknowledge, because first of all, you've got to acknowledge that something is happening, and then I mean, set on to, you know, to, to, to change it. And then the third one is something that I call learned helplessness. You know, uh, scientists, you know, and psychologists have worked on this field for many years. And, and there's a study that was actually conducted at the University of Pennsylvania, uh, which was led by Martin Seligman, where they took out the dogs and then they started applying some shock on some of them. And they did that in a, in a, in a caged environment where they couldn't run away that in that enclosure. And then they did it again. And when they released them, they put them on a, I mean, inside the cage that was opened. And when they applied the shocks again, they couldn't run away. They just accepted. They just lay there. And they said, anyway, it's just the same thing. So, you know, they took the shocks. That's it. So there is something that led to the study that was called learned helplessness. So you may grow up in an environment where you are trapped, where you are being abused, or where things did not happen. But at some point, you need to realize that there's freedom around you. When it's time for you to run away, you've been given an opportunity to grow. Don't just sit there. There are many people, therefore, that will tell you that, no, I grew up in that environment. I grew up like this at home. We're never doing, you know, enough at home. You know what? It means suffering runs in the family. There's no suffering that runs in the family. It's all about the state of 
of your mind. So it's a question of learned helplessness. So if helplessness and hopelessness can be learned, it means optimism can be learned too. So it's time now to learn that it means it means I can actually learn something positive and change my life. This is what we need to develop also something that is called, you know, like I like what uh, one person that they have sent Irenia said. He said that, you know, a man fully alive is the glory of the Lord. It means we need to come alive. To come alive is not just to breathe or to exist, but to come alive means you have to be in your element. You need to find that thing that makes you the best at what you do. And uh, one of uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, uh, mentors, he said, do not ask the world what it means. Ask yourself what you need to come alive, because the world needs the man who has come alive. So to come alive is to find your gifts and to find your passion and be the best at what you do. Probably, well, if you do not find that, then that's a problem. Can I ask this question, Brother? Yes, really? please. Um, speaking of acceptance, um, there's, there's a likelihood that some of us fear the thought of acceptance because we confuse it with uh, conceding defeat. Uh, and, 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 and you know, not good enough and therefore run the risk of never, ever trying again. You see, that's the reason why I said, let me explain this, because you need to learn, you need to have that wisdom. Well, first of all, you accept things that you cannot change, but that acceptance of things that you cannot change, it doesn't mean that you're accepting defeat. It means you're basically empowering yourself to say, this I cannot change and I'm not going to be frustrated by this. It is Beyond me, I can't change. I need to find my way around it. And the one of active acceptance is saying, yes, I acknowledge that this is it. I mean, this is what is happening. And, I, you know, I've failed here or I've fallen here, but I'm going to carry on and do this. I will develop myself. I'll find some help. I'll find someone who's going to coach me, someone who's going to mentor me, because it means I'm not going to quit on this. Because, you know, you know, Amanda, uh, there are so many things that are happening. You hear people saying at times, you know what, whatever you start, you must finish. Yes, there's time and place for starting and finishing. But what if whatever you've started was wrong? What if you made a mistake? So along the way, you need to, be ha- to have this wisdom. That's why you need to have some people around you that you can trust, people who are level-headed, that you can always try to bounce some ideas off them. Because, you know what, you cannot see everything yourself. Hence, I always emphasize the importance of having a coach and having a mentor, people who are ahead of you because they will be able to speak sense to you because we all have limitations. It's a fact. Yeah, it is a 12 minutes to 5. Uh, Brave Linda Bam, the engineered mind to win. Uh, levels of acceptance. There's three. Acceptance, acceptance, difficult but doable. Monday Motivation on Sound Awake. Brave Linda Bam is still with us. Brave hey, the idea that, uh, you know, when you share with somebody and you say, hey, I've tried everything, hey, it doesn't work. And the answer then, or the question from the person you're talking to says, so what are you going to do? What now? Um, Some of us view that as insensitive, but I think this is the most sobering 
question that needs to be answered for us to be at uh, passive acceptance, active acceptance, learned helplessness, and then make progress. Uh, could, could I be wrong or right? No, you, you're quite right. You see, that's why it's important not just to talk to, I mean, like anyone. You need to be able to identify people who are matured, people who are ahead of their time, people who've been there, people, you know, if you talk to someone who's a millionaire, for an example, and you're saying, you know what, I've been trying to make a million and, you know, I've failed. And it's like, you're yeah, yeah, trying to give up. And that person asks you, so, okay, uh, let's look at what you've done. Uh, how do you think you could have done it differently? And what is it that you think you're missing out? Now, you're talking to someone who has made millions and someone who knows what he's talking about. And that person, most of the time, will not make a final amen of you. That's something that's important. So, but if you choose someone who has never done that, I mean, like, you know what, they just ask questions sometimes that are just meaningless. Hence, I'm saying it's important to understand and to identify people who are coaches and mentors that will be able to guide you along the right path. People who've been there, people who are matured, people who've got nothing to lose, or not people who are who don't know what they're talking about. So that's something that's very important to understand. And, and, and also, when you talk about that issue, like for an example of acceptance, it, it starts with acknowledging, first of all, is this what I can change or what I cannot change? Is it something that, you know, has been there before me that, for an example, I can't change? Because if you fail to, to differentiate between the two, you will just use a blank acceptance mm. and you'll find that you use the wrong one. And for an example, if you have chosen a, a, a career that is wrong, you have a degree now, you have been in the field for 15 or 20 years, but it's not your, your area of special, it's not like your, it doesn't put you in your element. It means you, you chose the wrong career. Now, what happens? And someone says, yeah, but I have a degree, but I've long been in the field. I have, I have this experience now. Experience can be wrong. It's still mm. experience. Mm. And, and the, the unfortunate thing is that you are not happy there because you're not your best. And secondly, you are frustrating so many people that are working with you, especially at, the, at those times you find that you're in, in the leadership role. If you're not happy, your happiness will be passed down to other people. You'll be frustrating other people who are even good in that field, who are creative and who are curious to develop the field. But because you'll be limited yourself, you'll be frustrated. It means that frustration will be passed on to other people. That's why in, in workplaces, there are many people who are frustrated, who hate their work. Why? Because many of managers who are not in their element, who are just there by qualification, but unfortunately at heart, they are not those things, they are not in the element, they chose the wrong field, because maybe whatever they wanted, when they got to invest, they said, no nah, man, that field that you want is full, mm. now we've got this one that is left, mm. and then you just took that one and you carried on, so those are the things that you need to take stock on, like for me, I started engineering, I did these things, but at some point I had to take stock and say, but is engineering what I was actually born to do? Then I realized that, no, it wasn't. And I started speaking to coaches. And I researched the field. And then I found that I, actually I was a speaker. And I was a coach. And I was an author. I've just written a book now that has been released. I mean, entitled, Set Your Soul on Fire. I wouldn't have written that book had I continued in my wrong path. Yes, I learned a lot of things. But because I had to acknowledge that, really, you made a mistake. 
it's okay, you've learned now, but you don't deserve to be unhappy and miserable because you're going to frustrate other people too. And I had to change. Right now, I'm the happiest and I'm the most fulfilled person on earth. I, I just recently read a story of an accountant who is happy as a cook and then a chef and is churning out some a la carte menus. Yes. I mean, there are many doctors. I mean, for me as a coach as well, I meet a lot of doctors and magistrates and, 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 and engineers and accountants who come to my, to my office, you know, for help because they feel empty. They've achieved those things now. One, I mean, I saw last week was a doctor. And he said to me, I've got my own practice, you know, and people envy me, I make money. But now, Mr. Ndaba, I'm not fulfilled. I feel like, you know what, I've done this, so what? Or then what? Then I had to sit down with him. You know, we had to decide, I mean, discuss certain things. It's because when I asked him questions and I, I realized he was honest with me to say, when I completed my trick, you know, I got good results. I was a very, you know, clever kid. And then, you know, I was told that to get a destry, I needed to do medicine because the destry is available because my results were top. And then, hence, I did that. But later on, it caught up with me. Right now, you know, I please my parents and people are happy with me, but I'm not happy with myself. Hey, that's you a big see, danger. And you cannot sit there and accept, uh, accept that because you accept, acknowledge it. Don't just accept it. You must use active, active acceptance where you acknowledge it that, okay, here I did, I made my mistake, and now the sooner I get out of this, the better. So now I help people, therefore, to, to discover themselves so that they can find out what they are meant to do based on their passions and their natural uh, abilities. Bravely. And then you'll be happy. Bravely. I see Bambelapo Putomkule. Hey, my mind is blown because I was thinking now, if I have the question, um, if somebody asked me, are you fulfilled? And I say no. What then? Or so what now would be the next question? No, the next question, uh, what I need to do now is say, okay, if you're not fulfilled, what is not fulfilling you? That's why now you need that professional coaching where now you get to see. Because the problem is we ask people sometimes they're not qualified to really ask and probe with these right questions. I mean, like people just ask things. You shouldn't be open. I mean, you should be open-ended. Don't just ask those questions, because life is not about. It's not just a black and white thing. Mm, it's not mm. like yes and no. There's always a shade of gray. So you need someone who's going to help you, not just ask you questions, but guide you along the right path. Bravelli, let's Hey, this is another topic altogether. But for now, yes. Bravelli, let me thank you.